0: Welcome back to another episode of the Penguin Life Podcast. We're your girls, Ken and Mo. Back this week with another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check this out, y'all. Guess what? It's episode number five. Numero cinco. Cinco, cinco. (laughs) Ah, 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 ah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) As you can see, Sesame Street was awesome to me, you know? It was
0: like, awesome you know. to Baby's childhood. Like, it was very, probably very pivotal for her, honestly. are all them damn Muppets everywhere, she. <laughs> I lost my damn mind. And if you guys haven't guessed it, I really am married to, like, a cartoon character in real life. She knows how to turn the shit off, but I promise y'all it ain't nothing but laughs and giggles all the time. <laughs> hmm like when i tell you that's what it is i mean
1: i mean you live longer with laughter that's how i feel about it correct and she so, definitely
0: keeps laughter going in this household for sure for, for sure, sure
1: for sure now with this being episode number five we got a lot going on y'all we're gonna touch on some things that a lot of us have dealt with and man is some juicy good 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 stuff but before we go into all of that you know, we got to do our check-in, baby, 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 my love, my new being queen. You are so silly. How's your, how's your heart? How's your head? How's your mind and spirit flowing
0: today? Well, today today was a pretty good day. Um, Past couple of days haven't been too, too great, but <laughs> that's just because it's just been busy and one thing after another, after another, and... It's just been like, you know what I'm saying, keeping me a little bit overwhelmed, I have to be honest. But once I, you know, regain that sense of you got this girl type of pep talk, you know, it it all just comes back in tune. So today was kind of like my day after everything fucking fell apart. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like Sunday, things were starting to fall apart. Monday, I was picking up the pieces. And today I'm back in my stride. So That's my
1: girl. That's baby
0: baby, how are you doing today? How have you been feeling? You know, Mercury been in retrograde lately, like that shit been having the kids going crazy. That
1: damn Mercury bitch can <laughs> suck it. She can suck everything I got. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that bitch can suck it. But no, like baby said, I have to agree. The past couple of days have been something else, y'all. Been going through a lot of personal things with, you know some people in my life and just my spirit has just been shaken up man and oh man um it got to the point where it it just started to I just felt closed in and you know overwhelmed too that in my heart it was like my spirit was like yo you need to pray you really need to sit down and be still and really just center yourself you and your wife hold each other and pray together get it all out there state your intentions. state your desires state what you what what you're thankful for the gratitude that you have for everything that's happening in order to reap the blessings and the benefits that are to come after all of this craziness has you know passed so you know with doing that and then you know my wife being the G-O-A-T that she is, greatest <laughs> of all time, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She has kept me grounded. She has kept me together, you know. um, She keeps me enlightened and keeps me steadfast on my dreams and, you know, what I want to do as I do for her, always encouraging in this house. And, you know, rolling into the day, today was a great day. You know, it was pretty uh, smooth sailing. But your you girls know. is tired, though. I ain't gonna tired. lie. We tired. My we all eye feels like I got a crumb in there, and I I can't get it out. So <laughs> I, I'm a little disturbed right now. It's been in there all day, but it's all, good. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. So baby, give the people a little snippet of what's about to go down. All
0: right, y'all. So tonight's episode, or rather today's episode is going to be diving a little bit deeper into a topic that we all know all too well. If you've ever had a friend, if you've ever had an associate, if you've ever been in a relationship, this episode is for you, okay? We are talking about... Drum roll, please. <laughs> we are talking about the art of forgiving the unforgivable, okay? And what we're ta- what we're trying to break down is... People always say that forgiveness is for self and it's never for the other person. But that forgiveness is different per situation, per person, per relationship. It's never a one size fits all kind of a thing. Right. Some people you decide, you know what, you worth the forgiveness and rebuilding. Some people you decide, I forgive you, but I can no longer fuck with you. And so I'm good on you. And then others, it take you a little bit longer to kind of figure out what category they go into. So we're going to kind of break it down for you guys and, you know, kind of let you know what that forgiveness might look like for a spouse or for a best friend, for an associate or just for an acquaintance. You know what I mean? Because all of those people have the opportunity once given a little bit of trust to let you down. Mm-hmm. So how do you navigate that letdown and come back from it? and regain that sense of self do you forgive everybody all the same or do you look at the offense and you assess Assess it the right way exactly so
1: there you have it y'all that's what tonight's today's episode is gonna be about you know we don't know what time it is we just tired y'all forgive (laughs) us forgive us but sit back relax and and enjoy enjoy the discussion.
0: discussion Peace and positive vibes.
1: And I lost control. One is letting go.
0: I've been working on the weekends, free less money. Yeah. I'll be trying to. Control this situation and I lose control. Trying to master many things. One is letting go. Avoid the gossip and drama. let talk about this. So stop with the compare and contrasting and know you're worth your gold. Yeah. Learn to value up yourself now. I know they try to take it from you. And I know that you have been feeling kind of vacant. Keep the light on. Kiss to the temple. Time is sacred, so Don't use it wrong. Simulated bliss. That serotonin coming through the phone. Turning over thoughts. All in my head been feeling so wrong. Reflecting on the courage. Stay the man like, where we go wrong? Stuck between a young All right, y'all, so we're back. We are back. That piece right there was by a young lady by the name of Shalane Goss. You can find her on all major music platforms. Like, she's a vibe. We stumbled upon her, like, a couple days ago. And we just felt like her content and her vibe was just so relevant to what we were about to get into. So, we wanted to give... We wanted to share. You know what I'm saying? When we come across something good, we're going to share it with y'all. That's how we do. We're going to share it with y'all. Because we care about y'all. We love y'all. We appreciate you guys for being here, rocking with us through episode number 5 and the many more to come because trust me the content is lined up for you guys because it's just not enough conversation about relevant topics so that's what we're here to help you guys with like we helping each other y'all giving us feedback we giving y'all feedback and we can keep the discussion going we you feel gotta me? keep
1: it going because you know what nobody likes a boring ass conversation why <laughs> the hell don't you know what i'm saying so we do appreciate everybody listening in We love y'all as much love and support coming from you guys. So, of course, you know, we want to give you something to rock to. So, that, like my lady said, Shalane Goss, S-H-A-L-A-N-E-G-O-S-S. Hit her up on IG, man. Y'all going to love what you hear.
0: Y'all going to love it. Y'all literally going to love it. It's a vibe. Whole ass vibe. All right, so now we're going to get a little bit into the topic. We kind of touched on it briefly, just basically going into, you know, when a loved one, someone that you really care for lets you down, right? It's different than when like an acquaintance does it. And so you can't come at the situations the same. Right, like, right. You you kind of have to assess the diff. You, you assess the damage differently. You look at it differently. It's like a fender bender and a complete. Your shit is total. You know what I mean? Like that's that's how severe the difference really is. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, when it comes to forgiving things that you feel like are unforgivable, you 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 gotta kind of look at them different in different ways. Like we're gonna get into a little bit of a story time. So for me, for instance, I had a friend, had a homegirl back in the day, you know, we were out chilling, chopping it up out there. You know, we went to like this club and I've always had a big thing about respect, right? Like, don't ever have me out in these streets looking crazy and don't embarrass me, especially not in front of people that I don't know. Hello. And... That just don't work for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, respect is everything. And if you you want it, you're going to have to give it. Period. So, we in the car. We driving. Everybody that knows me knows I have no real sense of direction. Like, I'm the type of girl that's going to use my GPS probably, like, the first three months I live somewhere.
1: <laughs> Not even that. Yo, we can park the car at the <laughs> damn grocery store with three cars in the parking lot right directly in front of the damn door we come back out the store and she go left like, what like yo, that's a lie. I don't, don't that's even know because that, <laughs> that's made baby. for another story but yo her direction
0: girl baby say, uh-huh. for real hey that's babe. a lie you gonna sit here and lie to the people like how that? we lying to the people that's when, a lie how, it okay. Just happened. Okay. Whatever. Anyway, we were in the car. Don't right? leave her. This is <laughs> this is when I used to live in the DMV. So we were in the car. We were coming back from a club. It was probably maybe like one, two o'clock in the morning, and my like I didn't know where we were going. We was trying to navigate to her crib so I could drop her off, and then I was gonna head home after that. This was kind of like before. GPS was like a real big thing cuz really for real GPS ain't really become that big until like a few years ago. Like people was just going off of memory to get where they had to go for real. Or a map quest. Or a map. <laughs> or a map quest like she said. You know what I'm saying? So it really wasn't all these Google Maps and you know ways, and you could ask Siri to pull up where you got to go. That wasn't happening back then. And so She was on the phone and I felt it to be a little rude anyway, because I'm like, girl, you know, I don't know where I'm going and you on this phone trying boo love and shit. So I'm going to need you to like focus because we fit to be in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) And I just need you to pay attention. And so, you know, she paid it no mind or whatever. And she was kind of like, yeah, turn here. Yeah, turn there. And I was like, why are you talking to me like that? And so she, I felt like she was trying to flex for the person on the phone because the entire night, We didn't have no discord or no riff, but all of a sudden, as she on the phone talking to the person, she like, yeah, this bitch got me fucked up. I told her to turn here. I don't know why she ain't turned it. Like I don't know whether she was feeling her drinks or what was going on, but it was chaos. And so I was like, wait, pause. Skirt, who you calling the bitch? Who you calling? Who you calling a bitch? You and I, T. (laughs) Way, (laughs) baby. And so I was just like, I don't think she talking to me. And I was like, Are you talking to me? Or are you talking to the person you're on the phone with? She was like, I mean, I'm just trying to figure out why you don't know where you're going, da da. Like both like based up on me while she's on the phone. Here we go. You didn't disrespect it, Shorty. Like, this is a girl that I've known at that point, like five, six years. So she knows me well enough to know I don't take well to people talking cash shit to me. So you know what I did? I put that fucking car in park and I said, bitch, you can walk. I will find my way where I have to go. Because at that point we were still in a territory where I was kind of familiar with how to get on my side of town. I wasn't familiar with how to get on her side of town. So I'm good. Mm -hmm. Hopefully you're going to be good too. Like straight like that. (laughs) Like shorty got out. You ain't got to worry about me no more. Cool. Got it. I text her mom, made sure she got home safely I addressed and assessed the situation for that particular person differently. So let me explain. What I did was I gave myself a little bit of time. I could be honest and say I did not talk to Shorty right off the bat. Like, I think I might have gave it maybe two weeks before I even had a conversation with her because I was just like, wait, this whole disrespect just came completely left. I don't care if she was drunk or whatever. Like, that shit is just not an excuse for me. Like, you don't handle who you claim to be your best friend like that you just don't and so um you know we talked and even during my time of reflection it's like she got nothing from it like nothing at all because she felt like I was talking to somebody on the phone they didn't even see you they didn't even know you I was drunk I was filling my drinks you should have never took it that personal so that right there is a no, no, no a non-negotiable for me because one thing that I don't negotiate is my emotions. Mm, I have mm. learned that my, ne- my emotions are not up for negotiation. Say that shit again, baby. Like, my emotions are not up for negotiation, period. period. You're going to have to respect how I feel. If you want to be in my life, you want to be in my space, you're going to have to respect how I feel. I'm not... I'm no longer dumbing down my emotions for nobody. So I'm gonna own my shit and you just gonna sit there and understand where I'm coming from. And even if you don't really agree, hear me the fuck out. I'm worth being heard, period. You worth being heard, I'm worth being heard. So at that time, Shorty was kind of on some, you know... I don't really get why you did all that. You know what I'm saying? You did too much, da 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 all this other stuff. And, you know, I assessed the situation and decided that because you didn't understand where I was coming from and because you couldn't respect me enough in that moment, that I was good on shorty. And, you know, we tried to rekindle a friendship years later and it just was never the same because from that moment in time, that disrespect, I could never tolerate it again. And so I feel like, I never re-respected a person I ever lost respect for, never. And it's hard to do. It's hard they, to they, re-respect they took the person. The
1: trust and all the energy that you already put into them, like everything is one hundred percent a okay, right? And then with every ounce of emotion, every bit of energy, every bit of mind and heart. And part of your spirit that you put into that that, that relationship, they blatantly basically just said that shit mean, didn't mean nothing. Correct. In a split second, it meant absolutely nothing. And the way that they handled it, it made you your eyes open wider to that person Correct. and the situation there. So it's very difficult to bounce back from some shit like that. Correct. You know? yeah, yeah we there
0: there was like it was it was virtually no bounce back i can honestly say like you know i was willing because at that point like you know what i'm saying she was like a best friend to me um just to kind of make it see make you guys see a little bit how close we were like me and her came out to our parents at the same time so you know back in the day ninth tenth grade that was a big thing you know what i'm saying having somebody rock with you by your side you know Like, yeah, I'm going to go tell my parents. You're going to tell your parents. Her and her moms came over to my house where I broke the news to my mom. My dad is a whole nother story. We'll get to that later. But, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, she helped be an orchestrational piece in my life at that point. And so for Shorty to not know me enough to know that I don't handle disrespect well, I couldn't negotiate that shit so it was bye bye bitch you gotta go yeah like i couldn't you know and even like i said years later we tried to rekindle but i had always had it in my mental what that disrespect made me feel like
1: and you can't you can't when you feel something so deep yo it's really hard to let it go right it's gonna hit you every person is gonna hit you with a hurt that's gonna feel different Yeah, And it will hit different depending on your level of connectivity with that person.
0: Right. And some of that shit like literally lingers in your spirit. It creeps up in you and you carry it with you. And so, you know, basically some things you just can't let go. Even when you make your peace with it to continue to see that person. It's like a constant reminder. Mm-hmm. And so that's when you really decide that you gotta sever that tie because that tie is a reminder of what you've dealt with or where y'all have come from. Mm-hmm. And so that's where you gotta assess the situation and decide for yourself. Can I forgive the unforgivable? And in, in in forgiveness, how is that gonna look if we decide to move forward? Right. So Hey, that was that was intense. Yeah. Man, <laughs> like
1: but, um, as for me, you know talk now, me and my best friend we've been best friends since the tenth grade, and you know it was i believe my first no my second full year being in Georgia moved from chicago shottown a a a up, seven seven three a all right but, um yeah, so it was my second um official year being in Georgia. And, you know, we went to the same high school. We didn't really like each other in the beginning because I didn't want to be in Georgia. And sh- I, she was herself.
0: I mean, let's face it, baby. You don't really like nobody. Huh, I right? really
1: don't like anybody. I mean, yeah. I'm,
0: that's just how it is. And but even if I'm, it's not like really like, you're always on reserve. Like you're always on observation mode when we first meet people. I'm always watching because I, I'm, I'm
1: looking for your true energy. And if I see it, I'm going to stick to it for however long you're in my face. And then while I'm sticking to that, I'm assessing you and assessing the situation and all that stuff, but we'll talk about that later. But anyway, so that's how we met 10th grade. We realized that we had something in common that we weren't really keen on other people. So (laughs) that brought us together. And so, you know, we've been in uh, um, in each other's lives since the 10th grade and she's my ride or die all of that stuff, you know what I'm saying? My wife likes her, you know, she likes my wife everything is like kosher. But there was a point in time where she pissed me off, which was a rarity that she did. We always saw eye to eye on pretty much everything. Um and we were able to overcome some things that we didn't agree on. But this particular night, I was just I was pissed the fuck off y'all so basically what it was was you know it was me um her cousin and my bestie we was out having just a day this was like a summer we ain't have shit going on we had pockets full of money for, <laughs> somehow we had money because <laughs> i don't somehow. even i don't even remember if i had a job then but <laughs> this was way back when but um so we, we decided to just have a full day of just being out you know having a good old time right and so we went out to E, we kiki, we kicked it. We went here, we went there, we went everywhere. Just had a great day. Everything was great. All right, so we had so much fun. It rolled into the nighttime. And, you know, I'm, dry, I'm riding in a car with her. She had a car. It was her cousin in the back seat. I'm in the front seat. We just, you know, whatever. So we pull up to this house. And I'm not familiar with this area that I'm in. I don't know who they know, right? But you know, we get there. It's dark outside. This house looked like some shit off of a scary ass movie, and shit <laughs> is dark. You know what I'm saying? And it was kind of cold in there. No heat. Nut. No, it was yo. It was crazy. But I was like, okay, cool. So I'm already on alert mode because I'm like, anytime I'm anywhere with my best friend, any female, I always nut up because I'm just prepping myself for some shit. Right? You know. So we go in a house, and there's two guys there, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they giving them hugs and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, well they know these guys, mm-hmm. great. So what are we about to do? Right, Y'all exactly. What are we here for? Head. Obviously, I don't do sausage. So so what we doing? What sis? we doing, yo? <laughs> what the fuck we doing? And so her cousin went somewhere, and my best friend went with 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 somewhere with with the other guy. And I'm just in the house looking like, all right, so I'm mad uncomfortable right now. Mm -hmm. Let me go to the car. Right. Let me just go to the car. Now, my dumb ass, I didn't didn't grab the keys or nothing because my best friend went into another room with, with the guy. Now my mind is already going a mile a minute, thinking like, "What the fuck's going on? Right, right. What could possibly be going on? You know." And I didn't want to assume nothing either, but it's it was hard for me not to. Right, true. At the time, so I go out to the car. I'm sitting there. Thirty minutes. Thirty minutes turned to forty-five. Hell no. Nah. 45 turned into an hour. I'm starting to drift off to sleep. But at the same time, it's like you're I'm You're trying to be alert because you're uncomfortable right. with the surroundings. I'm, uh, I'm trying to be alert. Trying to, you know what I'm saying? Just in case something goes down, I need to be aware of what's going on. I don't know the address of this place. I don't know where the fuck we're at. So if something <laughs> were, I wouldn't know what to say. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And this is before I knew about phone GPS too. Where you could track <laughs> somebody's fucking phone. <laughs> but um yeah so i'm out there i text her nothing i call her nothing and then you know more time goes by she does call me back i was like yo what's going on it's getting cold out here i'm ready to go what's up she says we coming don't worry about it so i'm like yo all right all right so at this time i'm starting to really get upset like Mm -hmm. super upset like yo why the fuck am I here right now? Yo, we could have went back to the crib. We could have, you know, watched some movies. We or y'all could have just dropped my ass off. Or y'all could have dropped And y'all could have went and
0: did whatever y'all wanted to do. Right.
1: So I'm like, all right, so I'm still waiting, still waiting, still waiting. It's almost two, almost two hours. So finally they come out to the car. I'm dead silent. I'm just, I just stopped talking. So they get in the car. You know, best friend's like, yo, you good? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm just... Straight like that. Yeah, I'm good.
0: You probably as mute as shit.
1: And that was pretty much it for the conversation. You know what I'm saying? And I just felt like there was so much burning inside me. Like, I felt like my eyes about to water up. And, like, because I was just so upset. And so she get me home. I thank her for bringing me home. All that stuff. I close the door. And I go home. I walk in the house. And so the next day... I can't specifically remember if I called her or she called me but I know that somehow we wound up on the phone and she asked me yo mo what's going on last night you weren't you didn't seem like yourself da da da, da. Mm-hmm. and so we went in a conversation and I told her like yo what y'all did was fucked up like that was mad dangerous it's I fun. don't know these dudes. Y'all bringing me around these guys. I don't know them from a can of Then pain. y'all they got could've... me
0: in the neighborhood sitting in a car. Like when I went to go get in a car, y'all should have been like, you know what? I don't think that's safe for her to be in a car.
1: Right. And I was thinking like, I can't really be calm because y'all got the, y'all are with these other people, these men. Right. I don't know who they are. I don't know where we are. I don't have your car keys. I don't have none of that stuff. So, it's like, yo, I'm sitting there wondering, like, what the fuck's going on? Nobody's telling me anything. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, we had this conversation. And 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 the good thing about this, that's why she is my best friend. And y'all really pay attention to this shit. A best friend is going to understand where you're coming from. They're going to take right. your emotions. They're going to understand it. So, with me feeling how I was feeling, I'm expressing to her how I felt how I felt disrespected, how I felt like, yo, you should have known like, this is not that's my not type cool. of this, not like, That's I'm not cool.
0: That's not my type of zone. You like, like,
1: that's not it. My, my my best friend, she apologized. She said, Mo, I wouldn't intentionally hurt you like that. It, I, I'm so sorry. Da, 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 da. She was very remorseful and we talked it out. Like we really took, we talked it out. She heard what I had to say and I heard what she had to say. It wasn't like she's apologizing and I'm just like, man, fuck that shit. You should have known. No, it was nothing like that. I opened myself up to hear what she had to say because I wanted her to understand this is where I'm coming from. Mm -hmm. We're best friends. We don't, we don't really fuck with people like that. And we don't handle each other like that. And we don't, we've never handled each other like that. You know, you, you are an, an extended sister. You know what I'm saying? Anything yeah, that you true. need, I got you if I've got it. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. vice versa. You could always count on, count on me. Right. So for this to happen, like, yo, come on. So we got through it. Everything worked itself out. We got back into the swing of things. Everything was culture. And to this
0: day, we are still holding each other now. correct. I'm yeah. about to say, years later, post this situation, you handle it. You forgave. You didn't forget. I didn't forget it. It does still lie in your brain. Right. But you forgive the transgression against you. Like you forgive it. I was able to forgive
1: because we both were receptive to each other's emotions and we respected it. Right.
0: And we both felt like we were heard. And you made a very valid point right there because I think that that makes a really big difference as far as how you move on. Because the thing is, you can forgive a person, right? Mm -hmm. But if that person is receptive to your emotions and how you were let down, you can forgive and move forward. However, if you're talking to a person who has done you wrong and they're not receptive to what you're saying, you're more likely to walk away from that person and sever the ties. And I ain't got a problem with doing that shit at all. Like, you are absolutely more likely to say, you know what, I'm good on you for a person who don't see the error in their ways i can fuck with you if you can own your shit Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying Now that doesn't mean that because you own your shit i'm just gonna keep taking your apology after apology after apology and keep forgiving 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 no we're not saying that at all but what we're saying is depending on the situation depending on the person i might take that understanding Mm -hmm. into consideration when i go into my forgiveness mode right because if i forgive you and you understand why i was upset to begin with then you might be worth the stay around Mm -hmm. you might be worth the keep for instance i had a girl back in the day i will say she's an associate let's let's change the level here she was an associate me and my then girlfriend were going out we were all going bowling basically and it was supposed to be the three of us with an additional four going to meet us at the bowling alley. And I had never seen any indication that she was sweet on my girlfriend. Never seen it, right? Mm. So we pull up, she she pull up, we could pull up to the house and get her. And she's like, oh, hey, such and such, get out the car and give me a hug. Mind you, this is my associate or acquaintance rather from high school. And so I'm like, give you a hug bitch you ain't you ain't even give me a hug like we didn't we didn't even greet each other that way but you want my then girlfriend to get out the car and give you a hug so for me that was a wrap you understand what i'm saying i did have a conversation and address it with her and she was like oh i was just being friendly but with the wrong motherfucking person (laughs) (laughs) you know what i'm saying so again she didn't understand the purpose or the but the point behind it. So I had no problems with severing that tie. So yes, I forgave her for that, but I severed that tie as well. Yep. We have no reason to have no dealings because you already showed me you a shady chick, and I can't I can't get down with that. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? It may sound like I'm always severing ties here. I promise you that's not the case. It I, ain't I it's not the case. Especially I, when I want her to, but she don't yes, correct. I will keep a tie. If I have to, but for the most part, a lot of people sever the ties on their own. Like I'll Mm -hmm. give them some more time and think that, you know, they're worthy of still being around and they end up falling off themselves because what they can't handle. And this is the aha is even if I forgive you and we move into a new space. I'm going to forever move different around you because of the disappointment. Wow. Say it again for the people in the back, baby. Can y'all hear? Is this thing, is this thing recorded? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And some people literally cannot handle the shift in energy. They know who they used to have out of Kendra and that's kind of still who they want. But the way that my forgiveness is set up and the way that my brain is set up you're not going to get that full You're authentic gonna Kendra You're not going to get that full no me more. again. You You're can't. Not. I gave you that full me and you ain't know how to handle her. So now I have to give you a little bit less of her. And then we're going to see if you can handle that. Right. And there's no way that I can even say we're going to get back to what you used to have. Because the way my brain is set up and my heart is set up, it's always in protection mode now. Yep. And so I will forever think that it's like that syndrome where, you know, you get cheated on. And it's like once a cheater, always a cheater. Once mm-hmm. a once your trust has been broken, you always think that it's a possibility that it can happen again.
1: Mm-hmm. And I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. And to 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 yo, this is just gonna be story
0: time with the Williams one. You know? We just All right, <laughs> so But it's stories that y'all can relate to because y'all might be like, you know what? That shit happened to me too. Mm -hmm. And yeah, maybe. Okay. All right. So
1: I had a coworker. Well, they're kind of still a coworker from a distance, but I had a coworker who just so happened to be my superior. Now, when they first came to the company, um, I had to train them, even though they were my superior. I had to train them on certain things with the company, uh, some of the functionalities of the branch. Now, I'm I'm a I'm a banker, so yeah, so I had to go over a few things with them um, while they were freshly starting and stuff like that. And at the time, they seemed real cool. Everything was lovely. They, you know, we got to the point during the training that they was able to hit me on the hip. You got a text message, cool, I respond. You got a call, cool, I respond. You know, it was, it was, it was cool. It was like a breath of fresh air mm-hmm. because the location I was at, I was already over them motherfuckers. So it was good to have a new person in there, kind of breathe more life into the 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 atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So I was like, cool, kosher deal. We are great. Mm -hmm. All right, so once training was over, we still stayed connected. All of us, it was great. They went to where they were going, and I wound up getting a promotion, and I went somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So we weren't in each other's space for at least a year and some change. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then... I found myself ready for another promotion. I gave myself like a six month, six month, six month, bam, that's where I wanna be type of thing. Right. So, and it was actually working in my favor that way. So I got a promotion and I was able to come back to that same side of town. Mm-hmm. And the promotion that I got actually put me in the same location. As this person that I trained before, mm-hmm. they would still be my superior and everything, but I'd be working under their leadership, okay. quote-unquote leadership. And I say that extremely loosely.
0: Loose.
1: Loosely. So I get there. They were they were gunning for me. They wanted me there. They know my work ethic. They know I'm a hard worker. They know I deliver. When right. I say I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. No questions asked. Hands down, I got it. Mm-hmm. So I get there. And not too long after I got my letter of acceptance or whatever mm-hmm. you know I you know was very excited that I got the promotion. I'm going this place da 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 da. um I wound up having a conversation with another coworker who was also a superior that I was really connected with, mm-hmm. and to this day, I really love this. I can say that they were probably the best a mentor Mm -hmm. and leader that i have had within this company one of the best i have a very few but she was one of them okay and you know she she asked me when i told her you know who i'd be working with and all that stuff she paused Mm. she paused Mm. and was like are you sure about this And in the back of my mind, I was like, well, I know her. You know, I'm Yeah, good. you like, was, yeah. Like, was like, yeah, okay. i yeah, good. Yeah, 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 I'm sure. I, I feel like that's going to be good. And she said, okay. And I said, what you mean? She said, just, just understand. Continue to do what you need to do. Okay. And so I took Basically that. Basically was giving you warning to not get too comfortable. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. You know, I took it with a grain of salt. Like, well, I don't know, you know, entirely what that could look like right right i I guess i'm okay right so i was still optimistic i was you know all of that good stuff so i went in the office and everything it was hey this hey all that good stuff that you know we left off with right right as time went on time went on i started to realize well i started here but I'm not getting the things that I need to be more productive mm-hmm. and be more prosperous and successful mm-hmm. in this role because I'm not getting the leadership that and the guidance that I need. That you need, right, right. So the expectation of me, what it looked like, was for me to be a body, fend for yourself, figure it out. Correct. And make sure this business is still driving in here. So it got to the point where it was like what seemed to be a a, a working friendship at work mm-hmm. turned out to be, oh, that was all a facade. You working under me now. I'm dictating what you need to be doing, period. Mm-hmm. Now, check this out. I understand as a leader, if you sometimes with being a boss and stuff like that, yes, you're going to build relationships with your... Uh, employees, your your, you know, everyone who's working under you, you have to. Right, right. But at the same time, there you have to separate your friendship from business. Correct. Because they can collide and fuck all sorts of shit up. Right. Me, I knew that. This was strictly business, but at the same time It was do the way not, in which you handle it's it. It's the way in which you handle it. Your methods and strategies, you really need to understand what the fuck you're doing because 'cause you're still dealing with a human being that you once had a, a, rapport a, a good rapport with. Right. So as time went on, I became more and more miserable. Mind you, I'm being mad successful. I've got executives from b- b- branches and, 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 and offices downtown and the big offices and shit coming down to see what I'm doing, mm-hmm. how successful I'm doing and why everybody else around me mm-hmm. who's in the same position aren't as successful. Correct. And they're wondering, like, what is your formula? What are you doing? Because your numbers are amazing. Like, what is it? Was it? It wasn't. It? What is it? And, of course, I'm telling them, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I. this is what I pride myself on. This is my formula. This is my structure. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, this Person. boss, mm-hmm. rather, not a leader, this boss wanted to take credit for... Getting me to that point to be able to be as productive. Mind you, they've never done anything to help me. Correct. Done Hell nothing you, to help me except you give me this job. You helped her when she
0: came to the company.
1: Hello. So it's like, I'm figuring all this stuff out on my own. There's a lot of things that I know. So it got to the point where things started to be real petty with her. Mm-hmm. Find out she was talking about me, cast shit about me to other managers, to other teammates. All sorts of other shit. So I'm thinking so to myself, you
0: navigate it?
1: how I navigated this. I continued to bust my ass. I started to apply out. I started to try to say, you know what? Fuck this shit. I, I don't want to be in this office no more. I used to get nosebleeds in the office. I would have to come and pray over the, br- I would come to work 30 minutes early just to pray over that, that office.
0: Right. So now, so we, how did you decide that this was a non-negotiable for you? Her behavior was just not tolerable. And once I saw
1: my out, I took it. There was another, um, uh, another leader who I met along my journey, who I used to assist at their office and, you know, come to find out they had a position opening, And so I was like, Hmm, this seems like something that I would like to do. My numbers are good. There's no reason why I wouldn't get it. So had the interview, I posted for it. I got it right then and there. And I was out. And And that was my release. So now now when I have to come in contact with that same person who did me so dirty, I greet them respectfully because we are still in the business. But that's it. I completely cut off all of that. That friendship stuff, nothing. There's nothing there. I had to because I needed to do that for my sanity. Because it was just unbelievable. I had to save myself. It was unbelievable that this happened the way that it did but it was like, got it. I see how you are. I see how you function. And I know I can't have that energy with me.
0: And so in that case, you learn to forgive for the transgression. You never forgot, no. but you use that to propel forward and move on. Mm-hmm. And so now time later has passed and all of that. You can see her, you can greet her, but it's never going to be what it used to be. Nah.
1: No sidebar conversations. Don't ask me no questions about my personal life because you'll get nothing.
0: Correct. Absolutely not,
1: and I don't give a damn about what you got going on over there either.
0: That's how it is. I mean, I'm trying to tell you guys, like, you have to save self. And you have to make sure that you do right by you. At the yes. end of the day, when you look at yourself in the mirror, never be ashamed to look at yourself by how you allow someone to treat you. Because that's one of the biggest things that we're ashamed of in life is that we allowed ourselves to be treated like mm-hmm. less than what we deserve. Yep. And that is where it all ties together. Forgiving the unforgivable is also about self-respect and it's about self-preservation. You cannot allow people to treat you like dirt, throw dirt on your name, and then you kind of be like, well... I forgive you because of this or, you know, we've known each other for so long that, you know, it's just worth another try. Like, nah. no, assess the situation. Like and save really, yourself. So assess the situation and see if it's worth it. If that person get where you coming from and hearing you out, then maybe they worth it. You know what I'm saying? But if they're not hearing you out and they on some selfish bullshit, you're
1: going to have to let it you go. You're going to have to let
0: it go. And you're going to have to sever that tie. And trust me when I tell you, once you sever that tie, you're going to feel like a weight has been lifted off of you.
1: Tremendously. And you have to you have to respect yourself enough to, to really know what it is. And sometimes it could take you a minute to really figure out what exactly it is that you're feeling, what you're going through with this person. You know it's something that's unsettling to your spirit. But you really have to assess it for what it is and Correct. be honest with yourself. Correct. And it's, it's okay to take your it's okay you to got take your to. time. Yeah. It it can be a difficult pill to swallow when especially when you're dealing with somebody that you would never think would pull some shit like that. Like a lover
0: you. or, you know, a spouse or companion. Exactly. Like, sometimes that might be the hardest pill to swallow because, you know, you trust them, trust them. Like this is not just no, you know, borderline trust like no you really trust them and when they do the unthinkable buying other bitch's stuff you know what i'm saying hiding in the trunk like you know what i'm saying when they do like the crazy shit like that you like wait wait what nah I can't I can't do it that 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 ain't gonna work you know what I'm saying that's not gonna work and so even when it's forgiven you decide to sever that tie because the disrespect cannot go on
1: right and the moment you the minute you assess the situation and all that stuff but you're like you know what I'm going to forgive you because of X, Y, and Z. And I'm going to still give you as much of me as you've gotten before that you fucking hurt. I'm still going to give that to you. You're really selling yourself short. And you are definitely going to be disappointed again. Correct. that's just period it could be have something of a small capacity or mm-hmm. something from a large capacity but either way your letdown is coming again until you learn that lesson that this person may not be the person that you need to have in your space correct. or in your life so you got to know when to cut it
0: correct you have to know when to cut it we're not we, we're definitely not encouraging you guys to be out here friendless we're not saying <laughs> that at all we just want for you guys to be selective. Be selective with yourself. Like, you know what I'm saying? Value yourself, queen. Like don't let these people feel like they can come into your space and just suck up all that good great energy that you got and then do some shit that's against your liking and get away with it. Like, you can. Nah. They'll never respect with, you. They'll never respect you that way. And the it's it's ultimately about respect, mm-hmm. you don't have to like me, but you will respect me. Hello, and some people don't get that, but you know we going, we gonna wrap this thing up for y'all. We ain't going, you know, what I'm saying, wrap to you too much longer. We just wanted y'all to, you know, what I'm saying, hear what it feels like on the receiving end and how we've handled things like that in the past, forgiving the unforgivable things that you know were completely against anything that we thought would possibly happen to us, especially by people that we were really close to. And, you know, how we navigated it being severed and it being mended. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely, possibly a different outlook. Um, Even if it's been mended, we might not exactly go back to the way it used to be. But, you know, it's it's a judgment call on your part. And and you are in control of that.
1: Right. You are in complete control. You really have to... This is when it comes to stuff like that I see it as a level of growth that needs to happen mm-hmm. or a level of growth that's in front of you and it's a test of how much control you have of yourself right your heart and your mind and not letting somebody else dictate or control you Correct. or your emotions and own your shit own it. own every bit of emotion that you have and that's a problem that a lot of us have we feel like you know we've been well we've been told oh you're overreacting or it's not that serious Correct. you know like um my wife's first story where her friend was like well, they don't know who you were and they, they, all they, they're coming to, up with excuses as to why you shouldn't feel how you feel. Correct. Own the fuck out of your emotions. If you're mad, be fucking mad. If you sad, be fucking sad. It's okay.
0: Exactly. What people don't want you to do is own your emotions because it makes them feel away. Yep. You going to feel away about how you treated me. Yep. That's it. I'm gonna make you own how you treated me. Mhm. But and if you can't get it, that's it. Exactly. But That's all we got for you guys to this week. We hope that you enjoyed this conversation. Like, comment, and share this conversation. We are available on all your platforms and we will be in touch very soon. If you're listening to this on Anchor, you can definitely leave a message here and we can possibly feature it in next week's episode. Let us know how you guys handle forgiving the unforgivable whereas you've been hurt you've been tried, and you learn to forgive that person. Mm-hmm. Whether you move, on, whether you severed the tie, we want to hear from you.
1: Yeah, we want
0: to hear everything you
1: got. DM us. Let's, we want to hear what you have to say. Listen yes. to this. We really are curious as to what you guys' situations are. This was just a few of ours. This isn't even everything that we've ever been, to, been through, but we definitely want to hear what you got to say. So listen in. Keep us posted on what you got going on. And we got more to share later. All right, y'all. Peace. Peace.